Hello, and welcome to the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. I am your host, AJ Cairns, here each and every week, introducing you to artists from around the country, and now we are proud to say from around the world, who help bring your favorite beers and breweries to life. So we are up to episode number 23. Wow. If I could be like Mike. Bainty Trace. Really excited, folks. It has just been going wonderfully. We really are having a great time here. We thank you for being a part of it each and every week. We thank those of you who have taken the opportunity to leave us comments, reviews, send messages. We really take it very seriously and make an opportunity and chance to return all those. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Remember, you can check us out via the World Wide Web's 16ozcanvas.com. You can also find us via social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, 16ozcanvas. That's the 16-ounce canvas. And last but not least, as part of our administrative duties here, hashtag 16ozcanvas. We are really excited to share some great news with you. We will be doing a September doodle or die with our good friend Robbie Davis from Against the Grain Brewing. Now you're saying, what the hell is doodle or die? So if you remember from the episode we spoke with Robbie back, I believe about a year and a half ago, uh, he and several artists and designers utilized the hashtag doodle or die. So what we're going to do this year, the same concept, For the month of September, we have 30 days in September, April, June, and November. All the rest have 31, except for February, which has 28, and then 29, and leap year. So we will have 30 different ideas, themes, kind of words, and each day I will even participate myself, Robbie, hopefully some of the artists from the 16-ounce canvas will participate. We'll be using the hashtag 16... OZ doodle or die so 16 ounce doodle or die and words that will be shared will be revealed in coming days but things you know like just for instance will say happiness and you know different people will interpret that different ways you know simple smiley face or maybe a picture of someone's child or a moment obviously it's doodles and we will kind of keep all those together and share those with you so really excited to be doing that we're thinking about getting a domain name for that might uh, be on the lookout for maybe 16 ounce doodle or die.com and now just redirect to the instagram search and you can see all the great artists that are working on this project so that's really exciting but we are focused now on episode number 23 this is our first canadian artist so really excited to have warren join us warren cathro of throw uh, creative we came to learn of Warren through the work that he's done with Liquid Riot Bottling in Portland, Maine. Great story there. I would love to say I'm able to visit and see all these different breweries and drink all these great beers. But that's not always the case. So two amazing things happened when we first started talking with Warren. You know, he put the word into his brother-in-law, Eric, Eric Michaud up there. And you know the crew up at Liquid Riot sent me a box of some of their beers and really really excited and really meant a lot i believe it was cash money primus and also head stash so then as we make our annual pilgrimage to the vacation land the wonderful state of maine had the pleasure of bringing the family over to liquid riot we had some drinks there some cocktails actually as well which were 
received very well. Some great food. And then we actually went over to Nova Res and were treated like kings over there. So the crew over there, the family, everyone, Sheik, we much appreciate it. It was definitely um, unexpected and really, really means a lot. It was great because when you're on vacation with the family, you know, I have my brother-in-law and sister with us. It's really about the family, about the kids, and that's always the most important, but did get a night pass, and, you know, we had such a great time there during the day that we ended up going back there at night, and it was awesome. It was packed, a lot of fun, and it was just a great time. So uh, big cheers to everybody up there. Hopefully we get to meet the crew in person. Hoping to have some beers in 3D with Warren in the future, but it was great to, to be in touch. We've been texting and kind of, you know, keeping in touch that way, so... Really excited at first in reaching out to Warren. He was kind of a little hesitant about uh, joining the project. <clears throat> but with my wonderful coercion techniques, we were able to get him in the mix. And so here we have it. Episode number 23, Warren Cathro, Throw Creative, right here on the 16-ounce canvas, the Art of Craft Beer Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. I am very excited to introduce to you our first Canadian artist. We have Mr. Warren Cathro, who's joining us right outside of the Toronto area. Thanks so much for making the time today, Warren. How are you? I'm good, thank you, and thanks for having me. No problem. You have a big, uh, you know, you have the the first Canadian on here, so there's a, there's a huge, you know, a huge, all, all of the Canadians are listening, you know, waiting to waiting. That's... On a lot of pressure i know i i like to set the bar here and in life low and then if it kind of exceeds it then it's a wow moment versus a, oh it didn't go as well so we'll set the bar low you know <laughs> and, and we'll go from there i like that now warren you have your own you have your own uh, company throw creative now i'm not gonna lie to you until about six maybe six to ten seconds ago i, I did not put it together the throw was from your last name so that was one of my questions I had, where the throw came from, but I, I think I figured that out. Um, it comes from your last name, if I'm correct. That's the gist of it, yeah. But then it has the the punctuation at the end of it, so that, that's where it kind of threw me off. You know, it's kind of like... Okay, yeah, so there's some old English um, tied into that. It's sort of like a short form of the uh, word through. Uh, so it's kind of like through creative. Okay, like, we we accomplish these things through creative, but that also doesn't really make sense because it's pronounced throw. <laughs> so it's just it's just really confusing. Well, I, I, yeah, I think that's a cool. I think through creative, right? I mean, I think the branding, packaging, labeling, you know, with, through creative, it helps to tell a story, right? So I mean, yeah, I think it's good, and it, it works out pretty well. That you're part of your last name. That's pretty catchy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Awesome. Now. How long have you kind of, you know, how long have you been doing, how long has Throw been, or, or Through Creative been, you know, on the scene? Uh, it's about two years. Excellent. Yeah. Now, kind of, you know, we're in the elevator uh, going up in, uh, you know, what's the, what's the Warren, you know, art design story? How did you kind of, you know, find, find that niche for yourself? Um, I think it's, it's along the same lines of some things you've alluded to. Um, you know, uh, where music has kind of a big role uh, in my life and the path in it. Um, you know, starting teenage years, early 20s, uh, playing in a couple of bands, um, 
someone's got to do the CD art. Uh, so like I was also in, uh, I was at, uh, York university, in my early twenties and, uh, I was doing an environmental studies degree, but, uh, I had, I had a spot for one more elective course in my last year. And it was kind of just like an intro to, uh, design and, or graphic design and web design. So I took that, um, which sort of introduced me to like the digital tools, like Photoshop, Illustrator, um, as well as like HTML to design websites. Um, so I designed uh, our band's CD artwork in Illustrator, Photoshop, and did our band's website. And that just kind of like got me on that path, um, mostly working in the digital realm. And then uh, my first job at a university, I ended up doing a lot of the web and graphics uh, for that company I was working with. And uh, a few years later, uh, my brother-in-law, Eric Michaud, he started Novari Res Beer Cafe in Portland. And I did the website for them and uh, some of the poster art for their uh, beer events and whatnot. And then I decided I kind of really wanted to get more into this uh, sort of needed to focus more on the graphics and the design side of my job. And so did a little intensive uh, course at Humber College um, here in Toronto. And then that, that was around 2014 that I finished that and then uh, started Throw Creative. And so that's, that's where we're at. Excellent. Now, um, what type of music? Now, I noticed, uh, you know, I could probably a little more, you know, metal grungy type of stuff. But what kind? Of, what was the what was the band or what, what kind of tunes are you guys playing? Uh, that I was playing. Yes, sir. Um, uh, yeah. Um, sort of a a mesh of metal punk post rock okay. those are our kind of influ- influences yeah i noticed that i don't know what it is but like the a lot of the label artists love metal like it's like i've definitely like if i would uh, <laughs> plot it all out i would say like it's it's a pretty high level of uh, it's a pretty high level of, of folks who like the, the metal so that's really that's yeah really, it's been interesting to me like that's not a st- style that I'm not opposed to it. I just never really was like introduced like properly to it. And so that's always been kind of, kind of fun with the music overlays and stuff like that. But I'm like, Oh, okay. I can get into this. Yeah. Um, that style of music was, that was the most prevalent, you know, in my formative years, the coming of age years. And that sort of sets you, sets you on that path forever. Basically. Um, I've opened up a lot. Um, the past few years getting into it, you know, I listen to everything, but, uh, well not, but that's sort of the, the mainstay or the big bulk of what I listen to, I suppose. 
That's awesome. So that's pretty. That's a good story. I mean, they take the one class. You know, who knows if you had kind of just kind of thrown. You know, it was probably your senior year been like, ah, I'm just gonna take a you know flood class. Let's get out of here and get to the environmental stuff. So yeah, Mother Earth. Yeah, yeah Mother Earth's probably crying a little bit, but you know, I bet you recycle. So it's all good. Help them recycle those cans. <laughs> yeah, we recycle compost. Oh, nice. All my, that sort of stuff. My sister's pretty hardcore on that. She's probably yeah. Like she'll come over and even be sorting our trash while we're like here. It's like okay, we get it, we get it. <laughs> so yeah, at the party, she's a she's the ball buster. I love you, Shannon, but yeah, you're a ball buster with the the, the recycling stuff. <laughs> now, now, how would you describe kind of your your style or your, or your aesthetic in terms of you know your design? I don't think I have one right now. Um, I mean, if you look at the liquid riot cans, each one is almost their own aesthetic. Some of them are sort of similar, but um, I'm pretty new to this. So I'm kind of still I'm in a sort of a discovery phase, artistically, maybe. I like, um, I like that, Warren. They, like, it's one of, the better answers they, I, one of the better answers I've had. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, maybe I'm on the road to developing my own style, but... Maybe not. I don't know. Um, but yeah, like, like I said, with the liquid riot, they're all, most of them are kind of different. And I try to do something that sort of fits the name or the style, or there's a story behind the beer. Uh, I try to kind of fit the aesthetic to that. And so I, I don't know if like that'll change. Maybe that'll change down the road, but, uh, Right now, we're just kind of having fun with it. Now, you said about your process being mostly digital. Is that is that still true now after the the classes and some of the time at university? Or are you you mostly working in like Illustrator and Photoshop? What's your what's your process? Yep, um, primarily Illustrator, Photoshop to a lesser extent. Um, you know, occasionally, I'm not a strong like I'm not strong with drawing like by hand or anything. Um, but I will like occasionally like sketch out the ideas if it, if the idea needs to be hashed out. Um, but if I have a pretty good idea of what I want it to be beforehand, sometimes I'll just start like writing with the digital. Okay. Now, um, yeah. now, now, did you learn Illustrator? I mean, I, I, I used to dabble with a very big quotes around dabble in Photoshop. But how did was that one of the the classes at, at university was Illustrator? Because I that's one of the things. More and more, I talk to folks. I used to spend more time in Photoshop. But I think Illustrator would be a great program to to learn. Um. So when I went to Humber for the graphic design, um. I definitely wanted to get better with Illustrator and Photoshop and they did, they covered both of those pretty well. Um, yeah. Awesome. Now, before you said you're, you work with your brother-in-law, is that correct? Yeah. Uh, my brother-in-law, Eric Michaud, he's the man behind Liquid Riot and Novari Res in Portland. Nice. Now, how did you kind of, you mentioned kind of doing some posters and helping with some you know promo stuff, but how did that kind of come together where 
you're now the the label art guy. Well, you know, how did that? How was that process? Uh, I just said you have to give me this job. <laughs> no, um, business one hundred and one with Warren. Well, just give me the job. <laughs> um, I guess like I, when they started that. I mean, originally, Liquid Riot was they started off as Infinity. Um, I think that door was like always maybe there somewhere down the road. Um, but when they started out, it wasn't quite the time to get into that. I mean, I was also, uh, our daughter was born in 2012 and I was kind of, you know, I had to just kind of hold down my job and try to be a good father at the same time. So I may not have really also been too available to them at that time when they were starting out. And then uh, a couple of years later, a few years later, it's sort of opened up more and been able to do this. It's really great. Yeah. I absolutely love my job right now. It's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and thank you again to the, the folks. It was the first time, I mean, I, I did this for, you know, selfless reasons, but, you know, in talking to, you know, Warren, he helped facilitate, I got a package of beer from the Liquid Riot folks, and I was, I trade beer, and, I, you know, I, I love beer, but it was just nice to, like, get it, and so I could, you know, try it all out, and it was, it was awesome, so it was really, I, I really, you know, thanks everyone over there for, you know, Eric and everybody for, for making that happen, that was really, that was really unexpectedly awesome. Nice, nice. And, and so... When I was thinking about it, I was like, so I, obviously I used the, the untapped and you can find us on there. I think it's eight Karens or whatever. But I was like, okay, let me check in. I think it was uh, Head Stash because I really like that. The, and we'll get into that kind of like the hops, like hot air balloons type thing. that uh, I really like that mm -hmm. design. And I go to check in. And I'm like, I've already checked into this beer. And I was like, what? I'm like, oh, that just seems kind of, you know, maybe it's a drunken night and maybe a heavy swipe somewhere in the wrong direction. But. When I was looking mm -hmm. back, I was we go to Maine every summer. We go to Harrison, Maine. And I, I think I told you that, but it was when they first kinda, yep. they first quote unquote canned. They did these um, aluminum ones, like you'd see almost like in the stadiums. They did these aluminum style, which is a a sticker on it with you know the infinity symbol on it. And I I remember I'd gone yeah. to, to beer cellar in Portland, and they were like you know it was like you know to get those it was you know they were people were going crazy for them because it was their first time you know canning i guess you'd call it you know or whatever that or, or aluminum bottling but um yeah yeah and that was really cool because then that was definitely that was a you know that was a really good good beer and a good memory for me so that was kind of nice just to see the old picture that i'd posted and been like man that's awesome to see how it's kind of you know, oh yeah evolved from that nice i don't know why they stopped doing those uh aluminum bottles those are cool yeah probably like probably shipping it, wise right it's just probably easier yeah to or the efficiency of bottling or you know yeah because that, that was a period like it wasn't cans weren't going as crazy and so i thought in my head i'm like maybe this is going to be like the new way it goes because you can drop it you don't have to worry as much you know and, and whatnot but it was really mm -hmm. it was really cool you know i was just like i thought that was going to be like a you know a trend for a while and it, you know, it didn't go anywhere yeah curious yeah, we'll have to ask. So get on that. Let us know. Let us know what they say, Warren, or Eric can get back in touch with us. Now, now, what was the what was the first 
label that you you did for Liquid Riot, Liquid Riot, excuse me. I believe it was straight to blackout. Um, it was a they released uh, two barrel aged Imperial Stouts around the same time. Um, a port barrel aged and a bourbon barrel aged. Mm, that sounds yeah. Lovely. With the hand, the ones with the hand, dip, the, the hand dip wax ones. Yeah, their one one had kind of like a yellowy orange one, and the other one was purple. Oh, excellent! Yeah, yeah. I've heard I've heard very good things about those. That's awesome. So that's pretty. Those and those are, again. Those are another unique bottle. It's almost like it's a like. It's really uniquely done. They're you know just kind of like the physical you know bottles that you yeah. choose to use. They kind of. Like much cooler, like uh, red stripe, red stripe bottles, for lack of a better description. I feel like you don't see the wax dip studies very often. No, I, I, I be honest, I don't think I've seen it anywhere else. Like I think that's kind of like if so, if they keep doing that, I, that's kind of like their claim, claim, yeah, claim to fame. So yeah, and they do they do spirits over there. So yeah, definitely some unique stuff over there. Yeah, I think that's on the to do list. This you know our trip in a couple of weeks. So. Yeah. Excellent. So, so the first one, so that was the first one you did. And so that was, was that kind of like, okay, you kind of, you're hazing. It was like, all right, you're part of the, you're part of the team now. How did that go? Cause it is family. So it's kind of weird, right? I mean, they, he did marry your sister. Yeah. He did marry your sister. So, I mean, really, you know, that's kind of a, that's a big approval process. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think, you know, when we, when he said like, can you come on? Um, I felt pretty confident that I would, this wasn't going to be my, my only chance. If I blow this, like, I'm not going to get another chance. Um, he's like, Oh, sorry, you know, Warren, like, sorry, Warren, you're not invited to, you're not invited to Christmas. You really, you know. yeah. Um, but yeah, like there were some, there was those labels actually, you know, they were, the contrast wasn't actually that great. Um, the, the dark gray on those might have been a little too dark. Um, I think we corrected that on the next uh, straight to blackout that came out a few months ago, the single malt. Um, it, it, they were, that was cool. Like it wasn't the end of the world. Um, some of the cans, like um, we had a bit, bit of trouble with the first cash money can um it's my first time doing a chrome bop substrate label um also incorporating some white layers so it kind of looked it was a bit funky um but uh we move on yeah yeah i think we're good yeah yeah the first one is a smaller is a is a twelve was a twelve ounce can, right? And then it evolved to the the sixteen ounce can. Yeah, right? yeah, that's right. Yeah, it seems like the first one was more black heavy, right? And then it kind of lightened up a little bit. Yeah, I wanted to go for a more, uh, like a more of a loving kind of look, <laughs> for lack of a better term. Yeah. On the on the white one, the other yeah. one was like kind of like, Ugh, you know. Yeah, a little aggro, aggro on the hip hop, and then yeah, this one was more yeah. Like, this one was more like a party starter, you know, good, good times. Yeah, exactly. 
Nice. Yeah, and also, I mean, the music guy, I mean, it doesn't go unnoticed, kind of all the, the music kind of, you know, subtleties, you know, uh, you know, with the, the music, the names of the, tune, the tunes and kind of how it correlates to that. So I, I like that a lot, too. Sorry, sorry, say that again? The the music, kind of, you know, Primus, you know, Cash Money, um, the Fade the oh, Black. Oh, yeah, oh, oh. Yeah, kind of the, the subtle musical references. Yeah, you know what? I mean, Cash Money might actually be the only one that is that. Like, Primus is, um, Primus is Latin for first. Oh man, oh, my prep school teachers um, are gonna be pissed. I didn't catch on that. One. <laughs> so I believe Primus was the first Liquid Riot, the first beer they brewed. Um, it was also a, a beer that uh, Eric brewed, originally brewed with uh, the guys from Marshall Wharf for uh, Novari Res like for Novari Res's anniversaries. Um, and then, yeah, so it's actually, that is not a reference to Primus the band. I'm sorry to say. Yeah. Well, I'm changing it. It is now a reference to Primus the band. <laughs> We're edit this out. I'm going to make it sound like it is. No, that's, that's, no, that's <laughs> yeah. Primus is, yeah. Like I said, I took three years of Latin, so I should have, uh, I should have picked up on that one, but I did not. So, I don't know which worse, the three years of No Latin. worries, man. Yeah. No worries. <laughs> no, it's good. I think it's fun to learn about the stories and kind of how, how things kind of come to be. And we back. That's right, folks. We are back here. You are listening to episode number 23. Warren Cathro through Creative Liquid Riot. I'm AJ Coons. You are you. We are we. And here we are together. Little Jimi Hendrix there for you doing cream. That'll make sense for you a little bit later in the interview. Music teaser. But I hope you're having a great time. We are enjoying ourselves here. Episode number 23. That means we are one step away from crushing this case. That's right, our first case. Case to the face. 24 in the books coming up soon. But we're moving and shaking. We're rocking and rolling. I was going to say bumping and grinding, but ain't nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. But we will not do that. You could argue we just did that. But anyway, we are moving and shaking, getting things ready for our third 12-pack. It is exciting. Up to number 36. Good news report, we're almost done finalizing the fourth, so we'll have our first 48 artists, which is amazing, it's exciting, and to be honest, it's completely mind-blowing. So with that, we have some other good news, or teasers, we're just dropping, dropping little hints all over the place, some clues, it's like we're doing a little long order episode here, this is like the teaser at the end of the episode, right before the end, then they kind of wrap it all up for you. Dum dum. But we are in discussions with some of our artists and working on some merch ideas. So really excited about that. Trying to bring the art to life, bring it off the computer, onto your body. And it'll be a lot of fun there. But we thank you once again for being a part of this episode, being a part of this project. 
because that's truly what it is. It is evolving, it is changing, and things are going quite well. So thank you for that, Warren Cathro. Thank you, sir. And it has been a pleasure. So what do we have for you? We've got more, more Warren for you. All Warren, all the time. You're listening to Warren Radio. Our first Canadian artist there, we featured Fish as part of their Baker's Dozen run at MSG, which was a lot of fun. They're one of my favorite bands. They might be the favorite band. But the one night was uh, Canadian-themed or Maple-themed. And so they opened up with a Hendrix style, you know, of his Star Spangled Banner, but with O Canada. So that's what we opened the show with here. And so hopefully you dug that. Now we've got Hendrix doing Cream. And so music just doesn't stop. But again, we hear about the artist that bring your favorite beers and breweries to life. So one of the cool things that we're doing, and if you want to start doing it too, we would love it. But if you see someone posting their their beer gram or their beer porn or whatever silly hashtag they're using, which we do use because we're trying to get the word out to folks, and you see it's one of our artists, the 16-ounce canvas artist, just write something cool in the comments. You might love it, like the photo, but say, love the artwork by... You know, at so-and-so, you know, as seen on 60-ounce can, whatever. Just people love the beer. That's a no-brainer. But if you know the artist who did it, let's, you know, let's let's put this product to life. So that's what we try to do. That's one of our little hacks we go out there to do. It's kind of like uh, you know, our way of tagging things up, letting folks know, dropping the knowledge without being so aggressive with, with uh, promotion or marketing. And what we're trying to do, which is the focus of this, is get the word about the artist, so it comes full circle. So that's just our little tidbit of fun for today, our little arts and crafts project. Get out there, tag some shit up, let us know what you think. Some of you are doing it, and we like it. You're being noticed. We appreciate it. We appreciate you. All full circle, baby. But anyway, let's get back into it. Warren Cathro, 16-ounce canvas, episode number 23, part two. Here we go. Now, when you're, you know, how, how many labels have you done up to this point? I don't know. Um, that's a good, that's a good, maybe good problem. If 15 or 20. Oh, wow. Okay. Maybe, maybe it's not that many. I don't know. 10. Let's go with 15 or 20. Um, Cause you've done I've a couple done of versions. Yeah, a couple of versions. I've done a few bottle labels. I've done some of their spirit labels. Oh, nice. Now, how does that, how is the process of doing the label or the concept for the label? Do they have a, a name? Do you go, you know, come over the border and, you know, drink a bunch of them and then kind of have an epiphany? How, how does that go? I wish I got to drink more, but <laughs> um, usually uh, they have the name and there might be some sort of backstory to the name. Or sometimes there isn't, and uh, so every design is kind of tailored to each beer, each name. Sorry, was there another part to that question? No, just kind of you know, you know, working with the you know the team, or you know, do you is there a, kind of like a label team? Like, do you show some you know concepts you're you're working on, or yeah, you know, before you said you were yeah to, yeah. Sometimes I'll show maybe one or two um, 
often I'll start with one and hopefully get it to a point where it's sort of, there's enough of the idea there and it looks okay enough that they can see the potential in it. And then say like, Hey, what do you think of this? Should I take this to the next level? Um, and more often than not, they're very open to it and it, you just go from there. Um, there are, uh, there are a couple, um, a beer has no name, for example. Um, that was very much, uh, Craig, the head brewer. That was pretty much his idea. Um, and I kind of just put it together. Uh, cannonball. I don't know if you, have you seen that one? Yeah, it was just, um, kind of beforehand, you know, going through the liquid, liquid underscore riot Instagram and just kind of going through some of the, the other ones I hadn't, hadn't seen or had yet. Yeah. So cannonball, uh, was named after cannonball Adderley, the, uh, jazz saxophonist and uh greg's really into jazz so see um, see what i'm talking that, about there's that, a, there's some music in there exactly exactly um so he was he kind of had the inspiration for that um so he showed me like a bunch of album covers for inspiration and uh i kind of went for that abstracty I don't even know what you call it like that abstract jazz from the hard bop era kind of look um, and uh, he was okay with it he dug it and so we went with it oh nice now in terms of timing and scheduling which I think is a whole nother art form in and of itself. I and mean, what is the kind of uh, the life cycle for when they let you know about a beer to when, you know, when the final product is kind of comes off the, the canning? Um, there's been some small batch cans where it's been pretty short, no- short notice, <clears throat> but lately I feel like they've been giving me plenty of notice and there's lots of time to come up with an idea and get something pretty nice together so like you know a few weeks like plen- plenty of time well that's good yeah now how many kind of concurrently are you working on at one time man i assume also you're doing other sort of creative stuff and branding for them as well as your other clients so any um any kind of life project management recommendations for, for folks Uh, right now, I mean, it hasn't been too bad. Um, there, there were times, you know, maybe a year or so ago where, you know, my time was getting a little dicey, but it's more like, it's more because like, I, I want to put the time into it. It's not like them saying it's gotta be this. We need it done now. Like, it's more like, well, I need to put the time into this because I want it to look this way and I want it to be good. So, and of course they do too, and they're appreciative of that, but um, 
I think they would understand too that, well, if you give someone only a few days to come up with something, then you kind of have to be open to what you get. Uh, anyway, I'm totally rambling. That's not really the case anymore. Uh, like I said, we have plenty of, plenty of time to get these things done. Um, sometimes I'm working on uh, a few different labels at a time. Um, and yes, I have a handful of other clients that I do like totally different things for at the same time as well. Um, you know, this morning I was packaging some InDesign documents for some case studies that the uh, client needed. Um, and I guess back to your original part of this question, um, we did a, there was a barrel a series they did uh, last winter um, where I did four labels kind of concurrently. They were all sort of in this, in a similar sort of template. Um, and there was sort of a neck sticker. Um, so I wanted them to all kind of have sort of a consistent something consistent tying them together. So they just used, uh, they used just use one color. The artwork was fairly different among them, but, uh, yeah. Now, which ones, which ones are those one? Um, there's a beer called blushing star. Okay. That's what I thought it was. It's, uh, uh barrel aged, uh, Pilsner with Brett. Um, persuasion is a sour brown ale barrel aged with cherries and there's cuvee efflorescence uh, blended Belgian style ale they uh, they blended part of it in wine barrel and part of it in bourbon barrel and then blended that together and then there was uh, Vinlandic which was aged in a gin barrel with juniper. So, I mean, that was, that, those were very fun to work on. And I think they turned out well. And so, I don't know, there might be a couple more of that style coming down the pipe. Oh, okay. All right. Not sure. I think there's like at least one, but maybe more. I don't know. That's excellent. Yeah, and that was uh and the Blushing Star won a won a won a, a gold medal, right? A World Cup was a winner. Yeah, it won the gold in the Brett category, the World Beer Cup, twenty sixteen. That's pretty sick. Yeah, yeah, that's really great for them. Yeah, and it's a I like that label because it's different than the other ones too. And like you said, the has has the the neck label, but it's that kind of the, you know, the almost, I'm colorblind, so I want to say it's like an orangey, like kind of red, but um, with like the, yeah. with like a, with a, a creamy, like white, which really kind of helps it stand out, which is really nice. I think it's really well done. Thank you. Yeah, I was trying to go for the, the white peach kind of blending right into yeah. orangey pink sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's really, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of Simple, and I think it's really, 
clean and that kind of contrast of the the colors helps the the texture pop and so i think it's really really nice and has kind of a you know almost like a retro feel to it also with the the drawing on there so thanks uh, yeah man. yeah it was actually that was something i for, forgot to mention too is like sometimes it's nice to start with a certain particular typeface and because typeface really it can really set a mood it can really give a feeling or like take you to a certain time or place so sometimes i like to start with that and let that sort of be the conduit to the overall design so i saw that like i knew the beer was called blushing star and um I started like hunting down typefaces and like saw that one. It's like, that looks like retro spacey and it just, just worked. Yeah. I, I totally agree. I, it, it's, it's, it doesn't, you know, it's, it's really, um, does a lot with, you know, with a little, with I'm not trying to underplay it, but I think that's kind of, that's, that, that's a good sign when you, you know, have those two colors and it just really, it's really clean and you, from afar and then you kind of look in, you can see a little more of the, the spacey aspect up to it. So, mm -hmm. uh, and for folks, uh, folks at home, you can see, uh, you know, we'll have it up on the website, liquid underscore uh, riot. You can check that. There's uh, some great examples uh, of Warren's work there. And then, you know, follow along with Warren as he figures out his aesthetic and he grows T H R O throw creative on Instagram and then throw creative dot com it's a again nice nice clean website i really like it and um i also noticed you I, I really like the you're doing a logo for water and beer i think that's a really cool logo what's the what's the story with that one um so before i went deeper into graphic design i worked for a company called bloom and i was a communications manager there and i also did a lot of the layouts and uh, some graphic design stuff. Um, but when I left them to pursue this, pursue graphic design more, um, they were my first client and, uh, I'm totally thankful for, for that. Um, it's been great. They're still my client. Um, and yeah. Um, and then, so, they they do a lot of work in the in uh with food and beverage processors in Ontario. Um so they started well, they have a long history, but one of my first gigs with them after uh leaving was a project called Water and Wine that's um an online web platform to help wineries uh, better manage their water and wastewater and then after that they did uh, we did this other one water and beer and same sort of thing um, online platform um, very interactive lots of videos um, some sort of interactive web elements uh, to help Brewers better manage their water and wastewater. So, sort of involved in all the branding and design and uh, web development and design for that project. So the, the logo. Uh, I mean, I I hope it's 
it's got the water on the top um, and then kind of like the barley base and hop in the middle. Um, it's actually it sort of started more of the water and wine logo because the water and wine logo was the same sort of water at the top, but with grapes underneath it, kind of, kind of like sort of the shape of a wine tulip. And then, uh, for, you know, consistency, we just decided, well, let's try to do this sort of thing with a beer logo too. So that's how that came about. Well, excellent. You'll have to send us the, the water and wine one. I want to check that out too. It's nice. But I said, right. yeah, yeah, you can check out Warren's uh, Instagram, T-H-R-O creative, throw creative. And then I noticed, uh, are you a home brewer or in a previous life you were dabbling in the home brewing? How, you still do that? I haven't in a long time. No, but yeah, I took a stab at that. Um, just, I, I couldn't keep it going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Right. Um, it's a, it's a and, ton of work. Uh, look at your, yeah. Look at your stuff. It's a little more than I had. I had, you know, some, I wasn't doing any of my own. I was just doing the kits. I mean, I did that for a few runs, but you, yeah, you've got the, the runoffs and the, you're outside with the propane. Yeah. You got a whole nother level. <laughs> you got a whole, you're, you're another tier above me. So. No, but you know what? I only did, I think I did three batches with that system in total and one of them didn't really turn out at all so that's, that's the worst yeah i know but maybe i can get back into it someday it's just not well, happening right now yeah you got you know a guy yeah maybe he can give you a, little, a couple of pointers over there the, the riot for the world yeah. well i went i went there for uh I guess it was like a couple weeks, two or three weeks. Cause like I was actually interested in getting more into brewing and, you know, maybe one day, like I had that dream starting a brewery too. Um, but, uh, so I, I hung out with them and, uh, was the grunt for a couple of weeks with, uh, Eric and Greg and Russ and uh, it was a lot of fun, but in the end, I uh, went the design route. They're like, we really like you, Warren, but you're not. This is not for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that they probably were thinking that, but no. were kind enough not to say. There you go. I'm the. I'm the. I'm the I apologize. No, I'm just kidding. But now you run the, <laughs> you can run the creative the cre- uh, the Canadian branch of uh, t- you know, of uh, Liquid Riot. So when they when they branch over the border, yeah. See, there you go. You know, claim start looking for some space, and you'll be you'll be good to go. I've always enjoyed I've always enjoyed you know, going to grab a couple of beers in, in Canada. I just it's always a good time up there. Let me know when you're here. Hell yeah, I can't wait. But I'm not sure we haven't been back. We went to we did Niagara Falls last year. That was that was okay. No, it was last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, we'll just say it's last year. No one's really gonna correct me so i'll say but yeah it was fun the kids really liked it but it wasn't i've been to toronto and a few other spots it wasn't i didn't enjoy that as much as as toronto but now from yeah the, from, niagara falls is quite a scene yeah it was like okay we did the falls and then it was like you know i i'd done it on the state side as a kid and we you know we did it in canada then it was it was like 
way more touristy than I even imagined it would ever be. It reminded me of like um, the New Jersey Shore, which is like like kind of you know the boardwalk and like amusement park. Like just it was just it was a way over the top. Yeah. Which I but we did get to do some you know hiking and went to like a butterfly conservatory and did some more you know or some less touristy things, which I I was super psyched about. Yeah, last year we went to Niagara Falls for the first time since I was a really little kid and uh driving up it's called clifton hill it's like that tourist strip yeah just just insane yeah right it was insane like there was all these like like uh arcades and like it was just like way over the top it was like it was but it was like we were right there we had a good, we had a good view of like of the you know the falls from our hotel and it was i mean it was beautiful you know we were facing at night and it was great you know, but then like you go around the corner and it was just like you know, I feel like it was like do 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 do. It was like carnival. It was just it was yeah. just, it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I remember my my funny kind of trip was like I usually when we travel if we're gonna drive or I go somewhere, you know, I'll bring a couple of bottles from the cellar and you know, whatever. And I didn't, I totally forgot to claim it. And I was it was just like during a weird time in between the two countries. And I was like, oh shit, man! If they would have caught me, I could have gotten like in trouble. But I mean, I didn't have any sort of like massive volume of of alcohol but i was just we were unpacking the car and i was like oh i didn't really claim these it was like oh i don't know it wasn't yeah it was fine it wasn't that big a deal but my my wife thought it was like the end of the world she's like you didn't tell me you had those i'm like it's just it's it's not weed or anything it's just a couple you know it was a couple bombers like we're all good yeah now, from a from a packaging perspective, was there any kind of you know getting your you know, cutting your teeth in you know, those first couple of bottles, you know, with the the contour of the label and and you know since you're doing you know the spirits and then you're doing the the bigger bottles and the cans, you know, even the cans you're doing twelve and sixteen ounces. So was how was that process for you? You know, working with the you know, from a packaging perspective, or was that something that you were pretty comfortable with? I was pretty comfortable with it because it's kind of like I didn't really have anything there wasn't anything really before this other than you know I designed uh like posters um documents uh that kind of thing um all cd artwork too but like I I knew that I sort of needed to create for this space of the whatever the bottle or can is um and also consider the wraparound but um it wasn't too much of an issue nice is is that what you're getting at or yeah no i just yeah i just i i have my 10 questions i, I when i wrote these about six months ago i was really proud of them and just kind of the you know, the, the contour of the bottle, some folks it's different. Some are used to packaging. I don't, it's just, yeah, we just kind of, someone, yeah, cause like, I, you got to strike out. Yeah, got, it, yeah. Go ahead. Well, there is the whole wraparound, which you take into consideration. Um, so that, you know, everyone's got their own thing that they do. Right. So like sometimes the whole piece of art goes around the whole thing. Um, but with us, I guess we've been focusing on like the main face and then there might be artwork that sort of extends around like the head stash is kind of like this wraparound landscape, but you know, the face of it is kind of its own thing in a way. Um, 
And one of the things we do with Liquid Riot is almost all of the bottles and cans have the diamond logo kind of like top center of the face. So it's very, very clearly like this is the face of the label and this is what people are going to see the most. So we just, yeah, like I have a, I know what those dimensions are for that to fit right and everything. So that's cool. Yeah. And I think that now was I, was it are those head stashes are those kind of like hot air balloons? Is that, was I correct with that assumption? Yeah. Uh, I didn't know what they were really going to be until I started making it. And then like, Oh yeah, these look like hot air balloons yeah. flowing yeah. over a desert. of <laughs> Uh, Lupulin dust. <laughs> nice. So that is, oh yeah. Yeah, it's, it's sort of, it's supposed to be like the Lupulin dust is kind of like showering down from the hops in a yeah. way. I mean, that, that detail doesn't really matter that much, but that was sort of how the concept started. Yeah, I think in that, especially that Lupulin, that's been that's like the newest thing now. Like before it was dry hopped for a while. And now that's like the new one. I've seen that all like a ton. I yeah. I will clarify it. though, that that is not, this isn't a loop and powder beer. It was just, that was the idea. That's all right. Yeah. We just call it. Yeah. Just call yeah. it. Uh, yeah. Or it's like you say, it's, it's, who knows? It's weed head stash. That's kind of like a weed term too. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. exactly what, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's kind of a, I thought it worked well because it's kind of like this trippy dreamscape. Oh, yeah. It's very, like, it's very, yeah, like it's, it. it's very lucid. Like, it's a very, yeah, it's got a good, you know, you'd see that, like, be a cool animation too, those, like, moving. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. Right? You have, like, a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, so I think that's cool. Yeah, I was just talking to somebody about Lupulin the other day, like the other day, and kind of just trying to wrap my head around it. If I fully understood it, and we we used, um, not that we would understand what this means, but like you know, Keith, like from you know, like a shake. Yeah, Keith. Yeah, Keith. That's right. Yeah, that's that. That was our. Ex, that was kind of our uh, correlation to what it what we thought it was, and he was like, "That's exactly what like, he was." He was trying to explain it to me and like getting really technical. I was like, "Is it like Keith, like with somebody's like you know shake box?" He's like, "Yes, exactly." Yep. I was like, "All right, man. Sounds good to me." Yep. Excellent. Now, work you know working with a brewery has some perks. I mean, I got I got a couple beers out of it. So, what what are your favorite uh, liquid riots? What what are your go tos when you're your stateside? Well, I really like head stash. <laughs> um, and also, I really like zombie bunny. Um, they sent a couple of those to me. And uh, I just thought that was really well done. It's like, I don't get to have too many amazing hells box. Uh, so it's like a treat, you know. I feel like you know, up here, a lot of the breweries are doing a pretty good job with IPAs. So I feel like I get to taste a lot of that. I know they're all different, but um, I thought the Zombie Bunny was just like, it's really cool to be able to try that style made that well. Um, and uh, Primus, I've always loved Primus. Eric's been like, 
brewing some version of that basically since I've known him. So that's I just pretty- always kind of had, I love that beer. I've always kind of had a soft spot for that. Yeah, with my brother-in-law, you know, beer is always kind of my, well. Actually, now that I say that, I have my my wife's uh, brother, who you know, he and I've. I'm the oldest of all these brother-in-laws, unfortunately, but he and I have kind of we bond there for you know over beer and stuff. We have some ones that we love, and then I have my younger brother-in-law who I've introduced to craft beer and started bonding. So I just kind of, I can kind of you know, step out of that dynamic, and you know, your brother-in-law's brewing beer and he's deciding to you know try this try that you know and you can kind of see where it all started so i think that's pretty that's pretty awesome how, how was your family when it when he's like i'm gonna start my own brewery like that that's a i mean i think now it's a little bit of an easier discussion but i think you know, years ago that must have been a little you know um uh, well i think we all had a lot of confidence in him uh especially i mean he had already established Novari Res Beer Cafe uh, when he started uh, Liquid Riot. So I think everyone knew he had the wherewithal and drive to pull it off. And like I said, like he's been brewing. I think I met Eric in 2002. Oh, wow. Um, and around that time. And, you know, I think he was brewing for probably a few years before that, even so I think he kind of knows what he's doing. Um, and I think every, everyone else sort of saw that too. And we'd all been drinking his homebrew for a few years, which is actually, you know, if you put it up against like a number of beers we had available to us at the time, we would have gone for the homebrew. Like, this is like, that's what I want to drink. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. I think yeah, that's I don't think there was any question. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's approval. Yeah, that's approval of the max right there. That's good. I think that's awesome. I think, especially, I mean, I, I just love, I mean, Maine's a special place for us. And we've only been going for about five years now, but it's just, you know, we love going up there. And so each time we go, we kind of stay in Portland in the Portland area a little more and more versus the kind of middle, middle of nowhere, Maine. We love them both. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get back up there, especially now with all the new friends we're making and just the new beers we're trying. So it's for very selfish reasons. I cannot wait to get back up there. Nice. Yeah. I don't get out there often enough. Yeah. Uh, it must be tough. I should get, ah, uh, it's like, yeah, I mean, you got the family responsibilities and yeah, the whole being a grown up thing. Stuff. Yeah, the whole being it's a not always, yeah. not always easy just to get up and go, but yeah, you gotta wait till like, gonna do? yeah, cause it's your sister, right? It's a, you know, it's like, Oh, I'm just going to go see my family. So, I mean, you can tie in some family to it, extend a couple extra days when you do go, but yeah, yeah, you just tell, yeah, hopefully I'll have to do a batch of a bunch of labels and some other stuff and you'll need to be there on site to really kind of get the, get the full taste of everything to really do your job. But it's nice. It's nice to get there. It's like I, in October I did kind of a specific trip just for that reason. Like I got to get down there and just say hi, see what's going on. Yeah. Um, also like <laughs> get my name on a beer, <laughs> throw some uh, bags of barley into the mash and, Hey, 
It's uh, <laughs> I'm on the. It's a collaboration beer now. Yeah, excellent. Now Meanwhile, your... like while while the rest of the the brew day is going, I'm out in the restaurant on my laptop doing labels. Yeah. Now, most recently, there's a uh, a collaboration. I know we just interviewed um, Max Toth from Black Hog. So how that uh, juice cup. The label that was that one was that done by Max or did you work with Max on that? How'd that go? That was all Max. Okay, I had no part in that one. It was I mean, cool though. Yeah, it's cool. And yeah, to your you know before the kind of the diamond, they kind of you know kind of kept the diamond in the front of that, which I thought was cool. Yeah. Yeah, Max was a was yeah. They really, didn't really interesting. I haven't heard that one yet. I have to admit, I haven't heard them all. That's all right. I appreciate you. <laughs> you're uh, you're insanely honest. Yeah, so I think I do, <laughs> I do. I do appreciate that. There's no no pretense here. We're just you know two people. Yeah. You're saying, also quite, you're quite prolific. What do you mean? Just all these interviews. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I think it's. I'm just. I'm just. Ha- I mean, I, like I said, the reason I started doing it and why you do what you do is. It feels good to be doing something creative. There's people that work really hard and doing some cool stuff. Everybody loves good beer. And so, you know, my background is in marketing and business. And so, you know, I think it's to the branding and artwork that are on these little, you know, devices, you know, is, is amazing. And so I just think mm-hmm. it's really cool mm-hmm. just to get to talk to people. You know, when I have a sit down and have a beer now, you know, I look at, you know, makes me appreciate it a little bit more. There's, you know, just you know, beers and art in themselves. And so to actually have art on the art is, is awesome. So it's just, it's pretty, I don't know. I, I just, I needed to mm-hmm. do something creative. And when I came up with the idea, folks were really quickly responsive. Some folks that, you know, I have really nothing to give back in terms of return. You know I mean? I guess you can use it for promotion and your story, but you know, I don't, I don't, yeah, everything I do is, you know, it's all out of pocket and for passion. So I, I just, I'm just happy that folks like yourself are, you know, willing to be part of it. Well, you're uh, you're doing us huge favor. Well, then you're putting you're putting our names out there. That's awesome. Well, then then there we go. Well, then when we meet when we meet the first rounds on you, and right. we'll, we'll go from there. It's highly reciprocal, if not the complete opposite. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I I'm getting my fulfillment. You know, like I said, I've gotten some cool stuff. You know, some I got you know, I got beer in the mail. That was pretty awesome. So. I think I think uh, after after they sent it to me, I think I, I just I subtly if you go to the contact page, which I don't, I put my address there just in case others wanted to do that. I think I kind of was like, this is amazing. I'm like, I'm just gonna not even you know if people want to just send me stuff. Like I had somebody call and ask me to recommend artists for like they're trying to make mm-hmm. labels. So that was that was pretty cool. I haven't heard from the mm-hmm. guys. I haven't I haven't heard from the guys since, but it was pretty cool when we talked. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so uh, so uh, yeah. Well, well, thank you, Morna. Like I said, it's a it's a two way street, and it's really just kind of it's really nice to to be doing this. And like I said, we have a I think we're well, about forty yard. Well, I think we have we have at least thirty eight or nine already confirmed. So I, mean, I think it's really exciting. I think it's it's cool. So I'm glad to I'm, mm-hmm. glad, to, I'm glad to have you be a part of it, and we'll you know keep promoting what you're doing and you know, see where it goes. I like that. I, I like, you know, like I said, I like your answer about you're not, your aesthetic is evolving. You know, I think that's really kind of really cool. I think, you know, people are at different points of their career. And if you, mm-hmm. if you take all your cans and put them next to each other, they are unique and differently. You know, they're not just kind of not the same style, which is, which is mm-hmm. cool. And it's interesting. You know, you kind of keep, 
keep pushing it. You know, like if you look at head stats and you look at the, you know, the uh, what the hell was the one we were talking about? The the star, uh, the one with the you know the the me, blushing star. Like they're they're pretty different looking cans. You know, even you know tropical mm-hmm. storm has got it more of a, almost like a photo photo type of look to it. So it's really mm-hmm. it's really nice, man. Thanks. I think any artist or designer would, no matter sort of how far they are along. Like I know some of some of the other people you talk to as part of this, they. Um, they very much do have kind of consistent style and, but even they would probably, you know, every, we're all evolving. It's just sort of like at what degree and like what nuance are you changing into? Yeah. Even, yeah. Even, even doing this, even doing the program, I mean, I think that just, I've learned a lot from each, you know, I try to take stuff away or, you know, how the questions go or just different, you know, I always try to try to learn. So I, I just love, I love that aspect of it. You know, I think that the show will continue to evolve over time. You know, if I can mm-hmm. find, if I can maybe find a producer that might make my life a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I'm sure it's a lot of work. That's all right. Yeah. I yeah. I even, yeah. yeah. I dabbled in uh, like audio production myself even. So, it's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's garage. We have a little garage band action, and we're uh, yeah, just some editing. I have a software that multi-tracks this call, and so it's good. Cool. Now I have to ask you before I, before I go. Um, you know, we we keep talking about music, going back to music. When you're when you're creating, what's going on in the you know in the in the home or in the studio? What, what do you listen to over there at the at the creative? Um. Mostly like heavier stuff. I mean, that's what I gravitate to most often. Um, but I mean, sometimes like for the Cannonball label, like I had to put on Cannonball Adder, yeah, listen to some jazz uh, to put to get that one going. Um, Sour Trouble. I was uh, listening to. A lot of and justice for all. <laughs> okay. It's kind of inspired by that album cover, with like the uh, what's the word? like sort of like the etched into the concrete sort of thing, right? Like the cracks and everything. Um, and yeah, even for Primus, I think I put on some like monastic stuff. <laughs> For a little bit, didn't that didn't last too long? But like, sort of got me into it. Um, but yeah, I mean, most often it's heavier stuff. Like, what kind of bands? What kind of what? What, what are the heavier bands you listen to? I mean, I saw you uh, most recently. We're at a uh, at King Crimson. Yep. Um, haven't been listening to a ton of them lately. But yeah, um, I've been listening to a lot of Soundgarden lately. Yeah, I saw. Um, yeah, I, saw I, I kind that, of. Yeah. Uh, so that's terrible. Chris Cornell's passing hit me pretty hard. Um. So yeah, like Bad Motor Finger and Undertow by Tool. You know, those two albums came out within a couple of years of each other when I was whatever like 13 14 
those have been kind of like mainstays in my life. Um, I'm a big fan of ISIS, the band. Um, good, 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 cla- good clarification there. That would put us on some sort of fucking <laughs> some list somewhere. If that was you can edit that out if you have to. That's <laughs> no, all good. It's like this show. What is the show? Uh, there's that. There's an animated show. I'm trying to think. And it's like um, their whole yeah. I'm, I'm totally drawn. Oh, uh, Archer and they, their whole like organization is called ISIS. But it's like been out for like. 15 years yeah ago. but like it's like ooh, they're probably you know anyway it's unfortunate that such a beautiful word has been uh taken. yeah yeah um so like yeah so outside of the heavier stuff um it's kind of like i i like amy lou harris quite a bit oh, like yeah. some of her yeah. latter career stuff um I'm a big Gordon Lightfoot fan. I went through a big Gordon Lightfoot phase. I like when people. I like, yeah, I like when people say they have phases. Like I just like I'm like all right, that's a good. It just sounds like this. It fits music very well. Like you're like all right, and it's kind of like if it was a movie, it'd be like a montage moment, you know, like back, you know. Yeah. Early Warren. Yeah. Rocking out to some Lightfoot. It's very phase oriented. I think. Yeah. depending on the time of your life and mood and whatnot. Exactly. Um, I got really into, uh, after I saw Interstellar, I just, I love that music so much. So that introduced me to Hans Zimmer. And uh, I was kind of listening to that soundtrack over and over again for a while, the past couple of years. <laughs> um I mean, I could go on, but now, what is, now when you played, what did what was your instrument? What was your? I would. I'm gonna guess you were a drummer, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm gonna guess. Bass guitar. All right, all right. Well, that's a pocket. You need that with the and, kind of, and, kind of the and extension guitar yeah. too. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. The drums and bass are the key. They're the the foundation. Yeah, I, I think drums especially. I agree. I like. Uh, I'm a, everyone else. I'm a everyone killer, else can be amazing. I'm a killer air drummer. Yes, I, I crush it from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. Yeah, I prefer the air drum versus the air guitar, but you know they're all they're all very important. Yeah, I think a lot of us are air drummers at heart. Yeah, I. I, I it's I think, drumming is amazing to me. It's like an octopus, and like even that, it's like how that how, like I'm like I can't I can I can keep the one like I can do a good hand drum. Because that's like one pattern, but to have every part of your body doing something else, like in time, yeah, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. A couple of nights ago, we watched this uh, movie. I think the name of the movie was uh, "Beware, Mr. Baker." It's about Ginger Baker. Ginger, um, he was the drummer for Cream. Um, just, it's wild. I don't have to get into all the details of that, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm making sure I'm adding that right now to my uh, my queue. But um, yeah, and that, well, there's another good one with uh, your your home your home area people. Uh, Rush, you know, I'm not a huge Rush fan. I've seen them in concert, but you know, Neil Peart is like a drum machine. You know, he's a, yeah. insane. There's a documentary. Watch that, and just the whole that whole section was mind boggling. Yeah. I do like 
I don't like all Rush, but I like. Oh man, if any Rush fan heard me say that, but yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm down with some Rush songs. <laughs> yeah, you might they might just kick you out of the country. Like they're kind of like <laughs> they're like Canadian. They're like yeah, that yeah, they're icons up there. Now I'd ask what's what is what's uh, and we'll let you go. But what's uh, what's brewing? Any, any new labels coming up that are coming down the pipe that we should that we should know about or not know about? Uh, yeah. Um, they're going to do a canning run for mob scene IPA. Okay. And, um, so that label's pretty well done. And, um, I'm also working on a label right now for what's in the box, double IPA. So those are like the two of, I know the two I know of right now. Um, Maybe they'll maybe maybe they'll be on a, maybe we'll try those hopefully they'll be on when we're up there that'd be awesome yeah yeah cool well we will look for and, we'll we'll bother you for for those images later because this probably won't air for you know maybe five six weeks so hopefully it'll be out and you're not gonna be spilling any beans and if you are we we love that even more too but that'd be awesome cool well I mean yeah whatever. If there's uh, anything I can give you in terms of that stuff, let me know. Yeah, anything. Yeah, well, yeah, and what will you know? Any, I'll, I'll poach from the the social stuff and the websites, and then if there's any, you know, if you have any early kind of compositors, kind of sketch ideas that you sent there that aren't like you know finished or anything like that that we can showcase. But we'll try to get as much, you know. If anything new you're working on, you know, we will definitely you know, include that too. So we'll try to, you know, as you've probably seen on the website, we'll try to get as much of your your artwork up there as we can, man. We're just really excited to to have you in the mix. Cool. Thanks. I haven't been very good at posting a lot of stuff on social media. Like I, I do some, but I just, I don't know. I'm not that great at that. <laughs> no. You're digital, man. You're on the computer all the time. Just crap. That I know, shit but out. it's just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but Instagram, you can't, you can't post from your computer. So you like, you gotta, yeah, email to yourself, and then like, uh. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, you should see. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm like trying to figure out those programs that do it for you. It's not. It's not been easy, but I. Yeah, what I'm starting to do is either, I was doing the email thing. And then, so now I think I'm going to do the Google Drive and just make folders, and then I can access them from my phone. So it's like one less step, I think. Uh, I don't know. It's a, uh-huh. it's a it's a it's a work in progress. Like to your to your whole point, it's a huge pain in the ass. But I mean, it works yeah. itself out. It's for the people, man. I got to do it for the people. The people love it. Yeah. All right, brother. Okay. Yeah, I should I should share more. Yeah, let's share more. That'll, That'd be our big takeaway for today. Sharing is caring. <laughs> yeah we'll do it up well okay well thank you so much warren I, i'm glad i'm glad i was able to coax you i know at first you weren't really uh you know sure if you should do this but hopefully you hopefully you enjoyed yourself and you know it's nice to kind of talk about yourself a little bit and look at all the hard work you've you've put in and you know see what the next chapter brings for you thank you aj i really appreciate it all right man well we'll uh we'll be in touch soon and uh don't be a stranger and if uh Hopefully I get up to Liquid Riot and uh, maybe I'll meet your brother-in-law and you know thank everybody up there in person. Yeah, let me know. Um, cool. I'll let them know you. I'll let them know you're coming.
And there you have it, folks. That's a wrap. We are done, eh? Thank you for listening to the Warren Cathro interview right here on the 16-ounce canvas. The Art of Craft Beer podcast. You're now listening to the smooth sounds of AJ. No, but seriously, thank you so much for listening. Thanks to Warren, Liquid Riot, everybody. It's really been a pleasure getting to know him, learn about his process. Excited to see what the future holds. And I appreciate his honesty and his candidness. I know, like I said at first, he wasn't on board with the idea. He was definitely um, excited and honored that I invited him to be a part of it. The compliments that he gave to us was very humbling and really meant a lot. But I also liked the, we asked about his aesthetic. He said he wasn't, you know, he didn't have one or, you know, it wasn't finished yet or it was continually evolving. So I really liked that at this project we have different artists who are at different points of their careers. Some have very obvious styles, or you look at them, you can tell that this is their style or this is not. Others are coming into their own and evolving. And, you know, I just read a quote the other day about, you know, when is a piece of art done? It's when the artist just walks away from it and kind of gives it, gives it up. You know, obviously you can keep fine-tuning and looking at it and working, especially with, you know, technology. You can make tweaks just like we can make tweaks with, you know, audio and music. You can always, you know, change the decibel level, change the panning, you know, make an adjustment here or there. And it's kind of, when it's finally done, it's just kind of when you let it go and uh, see where it goes. Send it out into the the world and see what comes back from it. That's what we do each and every week, and we appreciate you. We appreciate you all coming back each and every week and being a part of this exciting project. I do mean that from the bottom of my heart. So thank you. We raise our glasses to you this week. We thank you very much. We are in the home stretch for our second 12-pack. Next week, we have the lovely and talented... Dan Endicott, Forest in Maine, Ambler, Pennsylvania. We sat down in 3D, did this one proper at Forest in Maine headquarters. Dan is one of the owners, brewers, and he is the artist. So it is really exciting to get to speak with him. But we'll leave that for next week. Thank you once again. Remember to check us out via the World Wide Web, 16ozcanvas.com. 16 Ounce Canvas on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and all your social medias. Thank you, and until next week, remember, just hold that can just a second longer. Hold that bottle, either on the way to the recycling or before you crush it. But hey, be in touch. Don't be a stranger, and thank you. Cheers. Cheers.